I would like to say that I was born with sport in my mind and body because from the age of seven, I started playing sport and got involved in sport. Think karate. And for many of us, the name Sunny Pillay immediately comes to mind. While many may think Hanshi Sunny Pillay was always involved in karate, you'll be surprised to know that his love for the sport began with the gentleman's game, golf. Pillay explains how despite not having access to sporting equipment, he still excelled at various sporting codes. All substandard facilities, given that uh, this was during the dark years of apartheid. However, it gave youth and youngsters like myself an opportunity to get involved in sport. I played a number of sports, but favorite amongst my sports were soccer, barefoot of course, and those days we could never afford boots, and a rubber ball. So tough days, rough days. Now 65 years old, Hanshi Sane Pillay is this year celebrating 50 years of being involved in the sport of karate. His sporting career dates back to the year 1951. When he was just nine years old, he became a caddy at the then Durban Indian Golf Course for anti-apartheid activist Monty Niker. Every Saturday afternoons, he drove into the Springfield Golf Course with a bluish Rover car. So we were in awe of his car, all the youngsters on the golf course. What I found remarkable is that he was only allowed to play golf by himself because I am told was that he could not be in the company of more than two people. And of course, he was under house arrest, so to speak. He always carried a flask of tea, which I carried in the, in the golf bag. And after nine holes, he would stop and offer me a cup of tea. However, I never enjoyed his tea because his tea was sweetened with saccharine. After 10 years of being a caddy, Pillay became the assistant secretary at the golf club and then took to the game like fish to water. After a short period, he participated in amateur golfing tournaments and became among the top three amateur golfers in Durban. However, being part of the apartheid regime, opportunities for non-white sportsmen were far and few between. The game came to me like second nature. I could hit a very, very long ball, so I enjoyed my golf and we went and played on various golf courses. At a time when caddies were allowed this leisure and that basically meant that if you went to Royal Durban and you were a black person, you were a caddy, you were allowed to play from 5 in the morning and you had to get off that golf course by 8.30 to make way, I suppose, for the privileged few who virtually enjoyed all these ultra-modern and luxury facilities. So we would play 18-olds at Royal Durban on a Monday, Ramtahal and myself, and then go to Beechwood, where you were further given an extension to play till 11.30. Now, Beechwood is where the great Papua Sugulam cut his th- teeth and started emerging as a golfer with huge talent. Golf was not the only sport Pele had an interest in. Soccer caught his attention too. Pele speaks of the soccer legends at the time who often ran the clubs out of their own pockets. Football is another sport that I enjoyed tremendously. I played league football, second division uh, at the Springfield grounds. I played for a team called Chester City and Springfield Rovers. Springfield Rovers was run by a gentleman called Sunny Hariram. These were Trojans, you know, these were great guys and Chester City was run by Banks Ramlakan who all did voluntary work to the extent where they would even buy the oranges to give us during halftime. They managed the team from their own pockets but the karate bug had bitten me in 1968. After studying karate for seven years and being sent from pillar to post, his hopes of graduating to a black belt was often crushed. Then I found that I was being used as a political football by the privileged few at the time. I had a white gentleman that was teaching me karate in Durban, refused to graduate me to a black belt after five years with him. 
And by the seventh year, I got fed up. And then in 1973, I visited England on a meager salary. At that time, I think I must have been earning about 20 rands a week in search of a Japanese master. His name was Master Kenoseki Enoida from Japan. He was at that time a seven-degree black belt. Studied with him for about a year and a half, two years, and then uh, was uh, graduated to black belt. And in the third year, I returned to South Africa because I always felt I owed it to my karate colleagues in my club in KZN to share the knowledge that I was fortunate to acquire 